Hello, and welcome to the Friendini Podcast. I'm Vic. And I'm Nick. And we're your hosts. We'll be chatting about friendship, life, teaching, New York, and a bunch of other stuff. So sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Friend Teeny Podcast. I'm Vic. And I'm Nick. And we are going to be talking about life and a bunch of random other stuff. So sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy the show. Today is episode two, titled, Oh Hello, Ice Cream Man. Um, So we're just going to start right in on it. Uh, What are you drinking today? My my drink of the week has been Loverboy Tea. Oh, lover boy. Wait, I know that. That's um the show, Summer Summer House. Bravo. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And I will be completely honest, I have never watched the show. However, I am definitely like a sucker for advertising. And this has been my quarantine splurge. Ooh. Um and I'm 100% hooked. Today I am drinking the hibiscus palm sparkling mm. iced tea. Yeah, you are. It, it It is kissed with lime as well. And so these lover boy teas, I'm obsessed. They are super easy to drink. They are so good. However, on top of the lover boy teas, which I have not tried yet, I also have the spritzes, which is like another line that they have. I love that. And I cannot wait to try them. Oh, new this week um, in my world, I've started making homemade Arnold Palmer's. Because I had a bunch of lemons and nothing to do with them. So I brew the tea and then I use P&G tea for um, black tea lovers out there. It's from the UK. And I um, use lemons. And since you said a kiss of lime, I will say I put a whisper of maple syrup in it. Oh, whisper. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I got going on. I'm loving it. Um, I have it with me right now. So before we get started on today's episode, which is going to focus on the ice cream man, a.k.a. ice cream truck driver, it's going to focus on gardening and gardens in general and radishes, Um, we do want to have a little follow-up from last time. So anything about bodegas to talk about? Well, I don't really have much about bodegas to talk about. I did visit my local bodega a couple times this week. However, what I have now outside my apartment, I believe, is a lost bodega cat. The bodega cat strikes again. So what does it look like? It is adorably cute. Mm. However, it is, you know it's like not someone's cat because it's a little mangy. It's a little dirty. And Ugh. it's very skinny. Oh. But he's orange and white and has like these little orange paws. He's so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are, do you have a, like a name for him? Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. Well, I love him. And I, secret, don't tell anyone, but I kind of want to start feeding him to make him mine. I think you should. All right. I'll start that this week. I'll let you know how it goes. Excellent. I used to have a relationship with a bodega cat that I named um, Raul. Um, mm. I just loved Raul. But um, yeah, Oscar, how cutie. Yeah. I like it. All right, cool. So um, on to new business. Um, and that is 
just like our random lifestyle update. So the ice cream man, we got to dig in just a little bit. Like what is going on in Queens with the ice cream man? So it's actually very funny because me and a coworker that I'm very friendly with, like we're kind of on like the same career path. She's amazing. Great teacher, great person, great friend. Um, we both kind of like chronicle our ice cream men. She lives in Brooklyn. And I live in Queens. So, you know, different boroughs, all New York City. And we both know that our ice cream men, person, whatever you want to call them, are really not just selling ice cream. (laughs) So it's definitely like a thing. Yes. But no one leaves the truck with any ice cream. So it's quite clear. Is the the pictures of the ice cream that's on the side of the truck, are they like old and you know that not current ice cream flavors? Yes. Mm. Yes. However, when you like look in the truck, you do see that because it's a Mr. Softy. So it has like the soft serve ice cream, which is a special kind of ice cream truck. Yes. They have all that stuff. So maybe it's like dual purpose. I'm not really sure. God, I love those, um, those pink mitts. It's like a baseball mitt glove. And it has like the bubble gum ball I, in it. Yeah. I don't know if that's vegan or not, but I would really like one. I could see if my ice cream man has one. He probably doesn't because he's selling, as we say, other things. All right. So maybe that's not the best place for me to check. I'll check with the bodega. How about that? How about that? I love they it. Might have one. So I looked up, uh, you know, in upstate New York, they have an ice cream truck uh, named the Mr. Ding-a-ling ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like for the good of the order i need to let you know that that exists a mr dingling i would be willing to take a trip upstate mm-hmm. just for that it sounds ridiculous unfortunately i have no ice cream people men women or non-gender specific um specified people at all i have nothing maybe i should move up there and do that i would love you forever if you did that I, I should, and I especially like that whole creamy crusty like um, Italian ice. Like if you did it like a serve, like a server kind of like um like a gelato truck, but in it you just had like the, the the sugary and then like a cream, and then you could pick your own flavor. I'd be almost like an updated Mr. Softy, Mrs. Softy, whatever. You'd be like Mrs. Dingling. Cool. <laughs> I love it. Okay, good. So we have plans, right, for the summer, Mrs. Dingling. Mrs. Dingling. And being a teacher, it works out very well because I will be off. It goes hand in July hand. in August. Yeah. Yes. So in our new business, we also talk about teaching stuff. Um, anything new in the real life of teachers? I'm losing my mind. Okay. Okay. I like it. I mean, um, I don't, but tell me more. I It's online learning. And I am a supporter of online learning in many ways Mm -hmm. but at this point in the year beginning of june fifth graders stepping up right have learned how to just say that they submitted things without really doing it i want to bang my head against the wall i understand well and i miss them oh right they're so cute yeah um yeah well it's almost june right so the countdown begins june 26th yes other other real life teacher tips. Any singles out there? Please reach out. 
Yes, please do. We do not believe there are single New York City Department of Education uh, male teachers out there. And if you are out there and you are interested in a lifestyle, we just want to know, like, what's up? Are you out there? Please let us know. (laughs) It's a question that we have. We're settling a debate here. So you can you can comment on any of our platforms. We're very interested. Do you, in fact, exist? Or are you a myth? (laughs) (laughs) Fact or fiction. Fact or fiction. So I've been going for a lot of walks lately. Mm. The weather is getting beautiful. It is that like weird, like humid, cold weather in the morning, though, which I have decided is my least favorite weather. Okay. More hated than cold and snowy. Um, However, what I've noticed on these walks is that everyone's gardens look beautiful. Oh, that's nice. Sort of like little like flowers or something or. Yes. And I feel like all of a sudden, all these people have these like huge, beautiful, like flowering bushes. Oh, yeah. You know, like the honeysuckle is out and that the smell is like incredible. I don't think those are that incredibly beautiful, but the smell is like amazing. That's one of my favorite smells, I think. However, I do have a honeysuckle soap right now and I'm not loving it, but whatever. Oh. Mm. (laughs) Well, there you go. You know, I wash my hands a lot lately, so I figured a good smelling soap would be Ah, good. Yes, that is good. I have a peppermint, which I like. Dr. Bronner's. Very good. Um, Cool. Well, that's like upstate, not so much on the walking and people have gardens. Like maybe some people have landscaping, but it's not like it is in Queens. Do you have tulips still or are they done? No, they're done. Yeah. Um, But right now, these like big, beautiful flowering bushes like lilacs and... oh things like that. So I walk, I look at them. They look beautiful. I love them. However, I have began to think that people should share their beautiful flowers. Okay. Like there should be some sort of social norm that if your flowers are hanging over the sidewalk, I can cut them. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, how, okay. Wow. Um, have you done this already before I, I have respond? not done it. No, I have not done it at Are all. Are you doing this, this moment? <laughs> you have this, like, I am not. you're sitting there with a big bouquet next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone it's me. No, I really have not cut them because it's not like a cool thing to do. From like a tree or like a tulip coming out of the ground? No, I don't want to like. like- cut someone's like tulips I'm thinking more like on a tree okay no I, I actually like maybe like a, yeah a little like stem of magnolias beautiful oh that would be beautiful I mean I don't think the neighbors would like it but I don't think it's a bad norm to get started and I mean I think there should be like some etiquette that goes along with it like people should know how to cut the bush so you're not like killing it for the people who actually own yeah. it you know, like just if it's kind of hanging over, only if there's like an abundance of things to cut from it. Like, don't be the jerk who takes the last one. Yeah. 
I don't think you could ever, I think if it was a norm, people would destroy all the trees. But I do think that would be really great because like then if you were the tree owner, you would be giving this beauty and happiness to so many people. Mm-hmm. Or even if you were just giving it to one person, if you were just the one person, that's like amazing. You know, like I would be really happy to know that a random tree of mine, I don't even care enough to cut it to like not be on the sidewalk. A person has come by, taken a little snip, put it in a little glass next to their sink or something, and then they're like happy, happier. Yes. And I mean, I think flowers make a lot of people yeah. happy. Um, and also, like, I would want to take the flower because I think it's like beautiful. Mm-hmm. However, it's also kind of like a public service. Because when people's bushes are hanging over the sidewalk, it's really annoying. Yeah, and you know what? That happens a lot with the forsythia, you know, that that super yellow one, bushy mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it, it, it gets very, like, frondy. And then, you know, you could just cut off long the long fronds and, like, put it in, a like, a taller glass or vase at home. And then that's good for you and for the owner. And for the next person who tries to walk by on the sidewalk. It's like a win-win-win. Yes, it is a win-win-win. So, yeah, new social... I mean, get it started. I'll try. But, like, does it have to be, like, secretive in the beginning until, like, everyone knows? Because this morning I was walking and I stopped to take a picture of someone's flowers because they were beautiful. Mm. And the guy was, like, creepily standing in the corner of his driveway. Oh. So then I, like, smiled. I wasn't going to pick the flowers. Um, I smiled. I said, your flowers are beautiful. And he smiled and said, thank you. But I think if I was going to like cut them, he'd be mad. Yeah. I feel like now I'm thinking of like wisteria or like morning glory or something like that. I think people just, they wouldn't know the limit. (sighs) I guess you're right. I thought you were talking about a vegetable garden. Do you, to cut someone else's vegetable? No, like, I don't know what I... Th- I was thinking maybe you were seeing vegetable gardens of people. No, no vegetable. Well, maybe a vegetable garden or two. Yeah. Lots of fig trees. Fig trees are big and clean. Oh, that's so cool. And they put the buckets over them in the winter? Yep. Yeah. I had a mysterious fig tree for a while. Did you know No, this? I did not. And it actually grew three figs. That's weird. Did you pick them? Someone you them? left... I did. I have a picture of them and everything. Mm, I want to see the picture. I'll definitely send it to you. I can even like post it up so everyone can see it. Oh my gosh, yeah. The fig tree was like left like kind of weird on like outside the front of my apartment. Mm -hmm. And I like left it there for a while because I was like, okay, like it was in a pot and stuff. Oh. I think it still had like a tag on it. Like someone like bought me a fig tree and like left it for me like secretly creepily i don't really know which one it's like an olive branch but a fig branch yeah and i actually do think i know who it was from Ooh, i know okay well i those, uh, i think um people. and then do you bring it inside in the winter then because it was in a pot i did i left it in a pot and like lasted a couple couple years and then it just didn't work out so well anymore oh. well look at that Mm-hmm. I would love a fig tree, though. I like a fig Newton. You know, when we read Esperanza Rising, they have a 
chapter about figs and I always bring them to the kids and a lot of them have never had them and it's a very mixed review really yeah I could imagine well do you bring like the raspberry ones and the fig ones like newtons in general or you just bring fig newtons well funny you should ask because usually I do bring both of them yeah um because figs are interesting but I want them to have the figs because the figs are in the story like I try to bring them like every thing that they don't know that's in the story so cool and I think fig newtons are less offensive than like regular figs for fifth graders I don't know yeah for sure um but yeah so then we do try and stuff like that they tend to like the other flavors better there's like an apple one that they usually really like Uh um because fig newtons are weird they're like figs are weird they're like kinds of crunchy sometimes yeah, the like little seediness is like could be off-putting, especially if you've never had one before. Yeah. I feel like, you know, figs, people are very into figs. And like the flavor is not really that um intense. It's a very light flavor. Yes, for so many people to be obsessed with them. Yeah, I mean fig jam is like a huge thing. Or is it like they're obsessed because it's more rare? Oh, so it seems like fancy. More fancy. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. But I do know when you want a Fig Newton, that's like what you want. Yeah, because there's really not much that like compares with it. Yeah. There's no like replacement. There is no replacement. And you can make them yourself, but it's never the same. Have you made them? I've tried and failed. Okay. Yes. I appreciate the honesty. Yes. Well, I, I fail a lot at baking, but then sometimes it's good, but sometimes I fail. That's the true story. That is the truth. Hmm. Baking's hard, though. It's very, like, precise and stuff like that. Sometimes I have patience. Sometimes I don't. You know, it's a whole big thing. Yeah. Man, if I could make Fig Newtons right now, I would really like that. But, oh, well. <laughs> Not happening. Not happening. Okay, that's cool. Don't worry about it. I don't Maybe know. Next time I uh, go to the supermarket, I'll look for them. Yeah. Skip did, the baking. Did you look into joining a CSA or getting like farm food at all in Queens? No. Okay. I know that's been on my to-do list for like a really long time, but I just really haven't done it. I don't know why. Mm. The, um, the CSA is like sold out up here really yeah like you can't even get a membership even if you wanted to it's like they're just like done and you're on a wait list oh wow yeah i don't you know people don't want to go to the grocery store i get that so it's like easier it's like so much better yeah it's yeah i think so have you seen that like misfit fruits box i have seen that yes and i think i i didn't really like get it and i i was like what kind of weird scam is this but i feel like i've seen enough authentic posting of it that people it is real and people like it yeah i like know people who have done it oh wow and and you get like all these like so basically what it is, it's like a subscription service. And every month you're mailed like a box of these like misfit fruits. Mm-hmm. Like in the supermarket, like they use the ones that like look really nice and stuff like that. But there's like tons of other ones that just don't grow as nicely. Right. So like cool. So yeah. this company um, 
started doing these like this like subscription service that you can get like a box of these like imperfect fruit and vegetables. So I know a couple of people who did it. They were like, yeah, this is great. We're like saving the fruit that no one would eat. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like a random mix. Oh, but then what I found from a lot of people was that like once you kind of like get into it and you're like over like the initial like, oh, this is so cool. I'm getting these things that I wouldn't eat. You're kind of like, I'm getting these things that I wouldn't eat. I don't really know how to cook them. So yeah. they kind of become like more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. Like, what am I doing with eight rutabaga? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what seems to be happening to people. Oh, uh, see, I'm afraid we used to like pre-quarantine time, like you could go to this um, CSA and you can like basically pick your number of things so like they have all the different veggies out and like you you get you know certain number certain weight of each thing and then if you let's say um it's like a pound of cucumbers and then you're like oh i don't like cucumbers or i already have cucumbers in my house or whatever your issue is with cucumbers um you can trade them like in the trade box so other people maybe they don't like potatoes but you're like potato obsessed then you take the cucumbers you put them in the box you take the potatoes easy peasy but now because of um, uh, quarantine, COVID life, um, they're prepping the boxes beforehand. So you just are going to get like, you just get what you get and don't get upset. And it's just like, oh, but I'm upset. But I, yeah. I pick my thing. Yeah. Because especially if you do like canning and stuff, it's like, oh, now I just have to get my thing. No trades. I love a trade. I think a trade is good because it like eliminates waste. Right. And well, the, the amount is very odd because the amount is based on what grows. So like if you're talking potatoes, like let's say the potatoes don't grow, but your share is like two potatoes and they're tiny. So it's like two golf ball potatoes. It's like, what am I going to do with this? Like, what are you going to, what do you do with that? Then you have to like boil the water just for like the littlest bit of food. That's just ridiculous. So, so that's why it's like, you're better off trading and then you get like eight mini potatoes that you then cook all together and it becomes like potato salad eventually or it becomes roasted potatoes but like it's hard with just like the little bits of food that's interesting i was thinking of it completely different like i was thinking like oh now i have these potatoes like i'm doing atkins i'm not going to eat them uh-huh uh-huh what do i do with my two weird small potatoes i mean even if i ever did atkins i would still eat the potatoes but you know like some people wouldn't yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, so it's, like, weird. And for sure, I'm going to get one trillion radishes, which I don't really eat, but, like, I guess I'm going to have to get into it. I think maybe I'll pickle them, like, a kimchi style and, like, see how that goes down. I don't know. And this year I got a fruit share, so I'm excited. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, just a little so side we'll note, I love radishes. Oh, what? Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. Oh, I love them. How do I? <laughs> Getting to know you. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I think raspberries are like, uh, not raspberries. <laughs> I like raspberries too. No, raspberries. Everybody likes a raspberry, but a radish. A that's radish. A special, that's They're a special great. lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think radishes are great. And I'll tell you why. They're like such a zesty little thing. Yes. Like you can add them to something for a little zest. Or if you like cut them up into manageable size pieces, mm-hmm. they're a really good snack. A snack, damn. I think it's like I got to master that thin slice and then like a pickling moment and then like put them on a sandwich and then I think it'll be great. And they're they're very pretty. That can be said for a radish, right? They are. 
they make a salad like zero to hero beautiful I remember one time when I was a little kid we were having like some holiday at my house or something probably and I was obsessed with radishes at that point too really yeah and like you know I don't think my mom's eaten a radish ever in her life so Mm. they weren't like a thing that we had Mm. Um, but I wanted them so that, you know, whatever, eventually I got them for, um, some sort of, um, holiday celebration that we're going to have. And I was determined to cut these stupid radishes into, into roses. Oh, geez. Okay. Okay. So now this turns into a huge project in my already chaotic house with my crazy parents who are having like 50 people for Thanksgiving because my family's huge. <laughs> and there I am sitting in the corner of the kitchen cutting rose radishes. Radish oh, roses. Wow. And yeah. I would not even begin to attempt that. The only thing I could even pot, you know, the zigzag, it's not a rose, but it's like cut kind of like jaggedly to look cute. Yes. That's the only, but who's going to eat that thing? That's the problem. They're too big. That's why. First, too crazy. Be cut into little pieces. Oh, wow! Have you ever pickled radishes or done anything with them? Are you just? I've never done anything like that with anything. Oh, okay. So you've just eaten raw radish as a snack? Like that's like what you do? (laughs) Yep, that is my lifestyle. Oh wow! (laughs) Well, hey, it's it's good. I guess if you're into that sort of thing. I will. I'm trying to get into that sort of thing. And I know my CSA is going to definitely spike me with like five pounds of radishes and two small potatoes. (laughs) Sort that out. (laughs) Well, when that happens, please take a picture and you can send your radishes to Queens. Oh, oh, I could. I should. I will. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. So in this section of the podcast, we kind of have a little Viva Variety time, um, (laughs) maybe a little story time. But for today, um, we are going to play a game. I love games. And the game, I guess I'm the the game show host and you are the only contestant, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's just the two of us here at Frontini. But I could imagine other people would... They can play along if they would like. So I'm going to text you a word. And then all you are going to do, the name of the game is called Accent Check. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you are simply going to say the word that is texted to you. Ready? I'm ready. Dog. (laughs) So that was dog. Coffee. 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 Water. Sneakers. <laughs> Leggings. Chipotle. I don't know if I really say that that way, though. <laughs> well, you can redo it. So I would say Chipotle. Chipotle. Okay. Next Calamar. <laughs> so that's calamari. <laughs> for me. Not for me. No, not for you. Sausages and peppers. <laughs> Last one. Hang on. Bumper to bumper. 
bumper to bumper. <laughs> so we end with a bumper to bumper. So I don't know how you can do bumper to bumper, but it's hard. But just you say it so fast, right? It sounds like bumper to bumper. So mm-hmm. there we are. Thank you for playing the game. You're welcome. Was I a good contestant? You were an excellent contestant. We might, the only one that I think we should revisit is this whole, um, and I didn't put it in there. I didn't get into like the manicotte, managut, the mozzarella, the mozzarella. I didn't get into that whole thing. I just put in one for that. But so that is um, calamari or calamad, or how do we say it? How do you say it again? Calamar. <laughs> calamar. So it's just like a total ending of the. So that's an amazing New York moment where you just kind of sort of eat, I don't know, soften the vowel, make the vowel longer, or chop off the last half of the word. And that's totally fine. People know what I'm talking about, so it's all right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's part of where you're from or where we're both from, I guess. Yes. Yeah. All right. So for this week, doing the roundup for, you know, we're still in the queue. So what is some good TV that you could recommend? I just finished Big Little Lies. Oh. Which was amazing. Um. I also can watch like hours of Dateline and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next, there are a couple things that I want to check out that are like, you know, kind of waiting. My problem is I have very short attention span. So I need like short things that go quickly. Have you ever, do you have Hulu? No. Oh, okay. Cause they have these interesting kind of short series on. I think one of those called Sad Hot Girls. And they're like um, little teeny tiny things, like teeny, like um, six minute segments. And they're famous people talking and it's funny. Oh, I'm totally going to get Hulu just for that. So, the, yeah, the whole um, series you can watch in like 20 minutes because it's just like clips of it. But, yeah, it's very cool. Definitely recommend that for sure. Have you ever seen that Hot Wings show? No. Oh, my gosh. Seriously? It's like I a YouTube guy. TV and movies and stuff. Oh, I got to send you that the hot wings thing because you got to watch that. That's fantastic, phenomenal um, on YouTube. But now he's on TV as well. And basically there's six wings and they go in. Um, they get hotter and hotter and hotter. And he interviews celebrities one on one. And they Wait. both. Yeah. I have seen this. I had no idea what it was. Yeah. And I was confused by it. But yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, definitely. We try We'll watch some together, maybe. Awesome. That would be awesome. Um, I did finish my book. Oh. Yes. It was great. Okay. Um, It was the one that I spoke about last time. It was, um, I think you should go talk to someone or something like that. It was so good. I cried. I kind of like laughed. It was, it was so good. Fabulous. Yes. And do you have a new one, a, a next one on your lineup? I do not. Um, however, I was kind of like looking again on the Kindle, which is the major plus of having like an electronic device. Mm. Um, I'm thinking one of like Jennifer Weiner's new books. She wrote like, um, she has one out and it's about like two girls who are like really good friends. And then they're like friendship kind of fell apart. And then like out of nowhere, the one friend called the other friend to be like, yo, be my maid of honor. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I've been in weird bridal parties, like, like I got all that. So I'm kind of curious as to that. And again, just like something like light, not very like intellectual, but a good story. Yeah. 
That's cool. Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of all my books still. But I will say the new thing that I tried this week because I'm I've never read the Harry Potter series. So they came out on Spotify and it's free, I guess. So I think you can make a free Spotify account and then you can get this. And it's um, different celebrities reading the chapters of the first book of Harry Potter. I shared that with a student in my class that is like Harry Potter obsessed. Oh, yeah. I shared it with a friend through DMing on Instagram, and that person is obsessed, and that person was very grateful for the recommendation. It came to me in my eyes through the LA Times. They made a list of like um, good ambient things to have in the background, so while you're working from home, uh, just to put something on. But I was like, oh, what a cool way to experience Harry Potter, like have some of the actors read yeah, I think that sounds awesome. Yeah. So that's my good stuff for the week. Oh, and I made focaccia, which was fabulous. How did that come out? Very good. It came out like oddly, like a little puffy in the middle where the first time we made it, it was like more flat. Um, it is the New York Times classic focaccia recipe. Um, oh, my gosh. The author, it's like Anita something with an N. I'm not sure of her last name. But anyway, fantastic recipe. Easy to do four ingredients and you can make in your house like Italian worthy focaccia dare I'll I say have to try it it's true it's it's very true so it's delicious it's great and again I did no toppings I just did salt and olive oil on the top and it's just heaven did you dip in anything more salt and more olive oil <laughs> perfect <laughs> additional <laughs> that sounds delicious so yeah, that's what I got going on. I got my focaccia, I got my Harry Potter, and Arnold Palmer's for the week. Sounds like you're having a good week. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so where you can find us on social media, we are on Instagram as Frontini Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter, uh, Frontini Pod. TikTok, we are Frontini, um, and that's going to round us out for the week. So we hope that you join us for our next convo on Frontini. Rats, pigeons, and other city dwellers. Ooh, that's a, that's a lot for episode three. Lots of unpack. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.